The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh my god. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. Boo, boo, boo. I'm Art. I'm Art. Welcome to a Thursday edition. Thank you for joining us. And this is Driving Well Awesome. Uh, how the hell are you guys? Doing well, dude. I want to give a shout-out to HeyHey47, Kyle, for bringing us some jerky. Oh, dude, hook it up. On the table right there, some dry stuff from uh, South Africa. He's from South Africa. Kalahari Biltong. Yeah. And then air-dried, thinly-sliced beef. Six ingredients. For real, uh, dude. How about Bimmer Lover for bringing us some uh, Coronado Brewing stuff? Bimmer Lover. Yeah, he hooked us up. Bimmer now? That's how Beamer? You it, yeah. Bimmer? How do you Beamer. say it? Bimmer. Wait, are Bimmers motorcycles? Beamers are motorcycles. Bimmers Beamer. are cars. There we go. See? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's so a spelling. Beamer Magazine. Bimmer Magazine, yeah. B-I-M. B-I-M. And then the motorcycles are B-E-A-E-M. Mm-hmm. Beamer. That's right. I don't like it. I like Come it. on, dude. You're BMW guy. I know. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> should know better. I'm not even listening to you What anymore. about these things over here? And then uh, Kyle also gave us a bunch of mat- like Hot Wheels and stuff to give out to kids or whatever we want to do with them. Cool. Um, yeah, and we can put candy in there and maybe a puppy and get a van. Well, you know what? It could be cool. Like our uh, morning motors, you know, just put them, put them out for uh, the, all the kids coming. I think I like that. I like it. Um, and not to put you on the spot, Lane. Yeah. But something that would be cool yeah. for the raffle. Oh, geez. For the raffle? That's like in two days, dude. Lane Skeleton Designs print. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Give too, me a certificate. But... You don't even have to bring one. Oh, that's Say, a good, pick, good point. Pick your choice. Yeah, that's fine. We can do that. It's a good call. Okay. I was thinking about bringing something. I'm like, ah, I don't want to deal with that whole thing. Unless you have a roll. I do, a I do tube, have I mean. rolls. I do have tubes. But... It's up to you. But then you have to print one. That... But then I have to print in. They might not want that one. Exactly. Yeah, I'd rather do that. I'll do that. That's like fun. of your that's choice or something? Yeah. 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 I didn't think it that far through. I was like, eh, I don't want to deal with you that. You could give as many or as little as you want out. But I think it would be a cool gift. You'd get your design out there. People will be mm-hmm. stoked on it. Yeah, Stoke that's cool. Out. Um, I want to give props to someone else, too. I want to give props to Kyle Murphy. His uh, Instagram is SFL240SX. He, uh, so he's a BMW guy? No, he's a 240SX oh, guy. Yeah. This is actually his first car, dude, and he still has it. And he's like our age. Wow. Um, but he sent me a couple stickers and a pin by Lean Customs of his car. Nice. So, yeah. So is that a... Props to him. We met him at Miami Radwood. Holy shit. The little... The little Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale thing at RM Auctions. Dude, I love that guy. Yeah, you remember him. Yeah. The blue Killing 240. Yeah. yeah. And Beauty. his buddy had like an RX-7, maybe? Or I wonder if he's had? like me, where it's like, now you just... The car kind of owns you. Like you can't really. You're not gonna get rid of it. It's just it's just there. Yeah. Well, he's embraced it. He's making pins. Yeah, and he's like modified. You know, it's all modified and stuff. Yeah. But um, his car is like really well done. Yeah, it's a nice car. I think it was 
on the cover of Super Street, right, like when it was, they were still printing, oh, okay. like right before I went out, or th- there was a big feature. Yeah. I remember he sent me a uh, thing to it. That's like, cool. Last year. Um, yeah, it was definitely a really nice car. Yeah. I like it. I like that. We were talking about the pin thing, though. Like, we noticed that a lot of the JDM guys are making pins right now. I don't know what the. There was also a is. guy in SEMA that Clark was collecting his little enameled um, pins. Yeah, they were like, it was like, 8 a.m. every morning, they were giving them. Is that the Toyota tire thing? It was Toyota. I believe so. Anyways, there's a bunch. But it's all these lean custom ones. It's all the same company. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I don't. I have a hard time. What do you do with a pin, though? Put it on your lapel. Oh. A backpack. I thought you just don't use it. You just collect it. Oh. And you keep it in a little box. You your backpack? My backpack? (laughs) Or your vest. Oh, yeah. You have a vest, right? Well. What about on your hat? For my motorcycle crew. You put on your hat, yeah. okay. as Art says. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> that would be annoying to have a pin on your hat. Well, if you did it up high, it's not going to mm. be annoying. True. I'm just How do you think not... uh, you say hat in Japanese? Hat. Ooh, hachitoro. Ah, oh, no. It's a really funny word. I like it. Boshi. Oh, boshi. That's not that funny. Aboshi. Aboshi. Hat. You think that's really funny? It's a funny sounding word. Oh, Chris Boshi. Yeah. You know what Chris Bosh is? I don't know. I He's a basketball player. Yeah, good lane. Oh, yeah, kind of like uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Toronto Raptors exactly. moved to the Miami Heat, won a championship or two or three, and uh, called it a day. Sweet. Yeah. Um, have you underbite. seen... Underbite. Famous underbite. Famous underbite. Have you seen um, these shirts they're making now? They're NBA Jam, like the... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I get inundated on I want fucking... Gugliotta on there. Whatever team he played for. I just love the name. <laughs> Gugliotta. Yeah. That's such a great name. I say Gugliotta. <laughs> How do you say it? Gugliotta. How did I, I say it? Googly-yada. 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 Tom. Tommy. How do we? How's right. that beef jerky, by the way? Uh, you know, I only got a small sample. I didn't want to chew in the uh, listener's ears, but uh, quite good. It's a little salty. I'd say it's uh, salty, but this is original flavor, so I guess that's what you're going to get. They're not trying to go for uh, any other flavor. No sugar. <laughs> it's really dry. Soy-free. Is it from South Africa? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Oh, no. Oh, Made so. in the USA. Oh, what? But it's like South African a style? centuries-old South African tradition. Uh. Dot, dot, dot. Made in the USA. Distributed by Kalahari Foods, Cambridge, Mass. Yeah, he said he bought it here somewhere. Yeah, but they're getting into this biltong, however you pronounce it, but that's the style, which I'm I'm a fan of. Yeah. I like, I've only had the sticks before. Yeah, me too, which are yeah. fantastic. Oh, what? Dude. It says, imagine a tender cross between dry-aged beef, jerky, and prosciutto. Oh, yeah. It's really thinly sliced. I am a, I'm into food. I like eating food. I like nice, interesting food. Yeah. I do not understand dry-aged beef. I just don't get it. I don't know how it works. You should read something about what it. Do you not work? Yeah. Have you looked into it? I've watched shows about it. I've watched Ugly Delicious Season 2. Yeah. I'm talking about dry-aged beef for 160 days. 200 so, days. So what is the concern? Like the bacteria or something? or what? That, That's one of them. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you get around having to refrigerate beef. Second is what are you really gaining by it? I know you get a lot of the moisture. Flavor. Yeah. So it just, out. it like actually, it gets more concentrated. But then not all the classic steakhouses subscribe to this theory. So there's oh, like know about that. two different ways so, of thinking about yeah. it. Well, the drainage thing, I mean, it's not like sitting out like in the open. It's actually no, but it's still, in like a it's cool dry locker. But it's cooled though. It is. It is a temperature. It's not like it's a, a controlled environment. Yeah, it's not room temperature. But it's not a refrigerator. Like right. it's not. No. It's not yeah. super cold. Right. So I, I guess it's just there's a lot of uh, gray area. I don't know anything about it. I just I know mean, that people. And do can it. you do it at home? People dry aging beef at home. Try I think bright, you have to know. probably buy a like a like a it's special like a, locker. It's like a control, very controlled, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. You don't want like dust getting on it and stuff. You're not just gonna like hang it in the corner of your room. And then there's there's a place on Ugly Delicious Netflix, David Chang, and he was saying they then bury this thing in lavender for X amount of time, and it a dry aged beef absorbs that flavor. It's all very confusing. Hmm. It's and chemistry, then man. there's a documentary on Netflix about steaks, and they go around the world chasing down the the best steaks, you know, arguably in the world. So they go to Peter Luger's Steakhouse in the in yep. the US. They go to a Kobe beef place in Japan. They go to a spot in Spain, Argentina, etc. and Peter Luger's uh subscribes to the USDA Prime steak, you know, the best steak you can buy in America. And those are like 12 to 16 months old. These the the beef, the cows. And then there's places in Spain, the fucking cows are raised and killed based on temperament, and they can be 10, 15 years old. Oh, wow. And that's, spoiler alert, that's what got the award for best steak, was a 10-year-old, 12-year-old cow. And then they, they interview the lady who runs Peter Luger's and tell her this, and she's just like blown away. Like, what are you talking about? That's mm. ridiculous. Because the idea is that an older cow, the meat gets rougher. Yeah, it gets rougher. That's why I like... Calf, veal, is, veal is so tender, right? right? So, anyways, it's a Temple very interesting, interesting, though, interesting that's, thing. That's the Kobe thing, though, because the Kobe process is like they massage the cow every day. Give they it beer. They give it beer. It lives in a really stress-free environment, like, yeah. and so it yeah. only eats like the best of everything. So it's like a really, really happy cow, right? That's also happy cows also make happy cheese. They also make happy cheese. Um, Speaking of happy cheese and happy cows, the rally we are going through the prime happy cow territories. Oh yeah, a lot of uh, cheese places. If you want to stop, absolutely, you're a cheese connoisseur. There's a lot of places to stop. Beef too. I don't know. Bring a cooler. B Y O C. Break out the ruler. That's right. It's the fattest steak I ever seen. All right. Well, that's enough of that. But uh, watch Ugly Delicious on Netflix. It's um, a good, good watch. Warren, have you watched the um, F1? Yes. Oh, you did? Finished it. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cool. You watched the whole yeah, yeah. first season or second season? Both. Or Both. Well, I watched the first one first. Okay. Season, oh, okay. I just finished the second one a couple days ago. Awesome. Yeah. What would you think? It was fun discussion? because I watched a few of the races with you guys yeah. or what have you. And so I knew some of the storylines and what was going to happen, you know? Like, uh-huh. Um, yeah. A couple of the storylines that they follow, I'd kind of been aware of, but um, I'm fine. Gasly's a little piece of shit. Say that you right don't now. like Gasly? That sucks. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah. So we're talking about uh, Netflix's Drive to Survive. First season, question: Hoshi season two. Dead. What do you guys think about it? Oh, no. perfect. And then, are we having an Australian Grand Prix viewing party on the rally? Cool. Yes, we're going to try, but depends on venue and timing. But uh, so, no. what else stood out? Gasly's a piece of shit. Gasly's a piece of shit. Um, uh, let's see. What else? Um, hard sucks. not to hard not to pull for Albon, right? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Like really likable, yeah. Guy. And he's fast and, yeah. and like, yeah, I feel good for him. Um, kind of feel bad for Hulkenberg. Oh yeah, yeah was, so like, gnarly. Yeah, put himself out there. And yeah, can you imagine? He probably thought he'd be winning multiple ra- uh, races by now. Dude, he was like always like regarded as one of these great drivers. Like, um, what's his name? We had on the show. Uh, oh yeah, he he said he was like. He thought he was like right the best, the, right the best, the guy, the best. Like that's and he not doesn't even have getting, a drive this year. Is that correct? Yeah, he doesn't have a drive. Jeez, what a and he's bummer. been he's been racing for ten years. Like I know, he's been around, and, and he was never finished on the podium. That's absurd. I and, mean, that, and that one time this year, that was crazy. Watching that yeah. when he was in third place, and all, those, and then he crashes on like with 
two laps to go or and whatever. He crashed. It wasn't like no, it was totally his fault. But it was wet, and you're like, oh man, this is just like not meant to be. Like I know, I felt like that was like the you know that was like the stake. Yeah, the but dagger. you would think there'd be a. a team that would want the like veteran that knows and he's fast his way around dude. the sport yeah and he's fast yeah it's well but at the same time like there's also new opportunities and like and that's the weird thing about that this is like so few seats and so much talent he'd probably be like, a really good test driver 20 yeah. drivers dude it's yeah. like no other sports league well, or that, anything a lot like Probably a handful of those guys are propped up based on sponsorship. For sure. And so they're not yeah. even the best. They bring 20. money to the table. It's like five guys or have their dad, rich dad, or the country or what have you, pull them mm-hmm. into yeah. the sport. And so I do feel like there's other guys that are probably a little quicker. Well, like um, what's his name on Racing Point, right? Uh, oh, Stroll. Lance Stroll. Stroll. Where his yeah. dad owns yeah, yeah, the yeah. team. Exactly. Exactly. Same, same idea. You know, and his dad was like basically giving... The money before yeah. that, so and the same thing for uh, Albon. He got that sponsorship in Thailand, which boosted him up into F two and yeah. got him into F one. I mean, but, uh, but that's I mean, yeah, that's you got to take what you can get, totally. right? You're, like, you're it's, in a like, bu- it's a business. Everyone's you know? hustling, and like and yeah. the, the crappy thing is that yeah, unfortunately, because of that, you know, there are going to be some politics involved, and certain people know certain people, and like, yeah. and then there's also a lot of these. Kind of cedar, uh, or cedar feeder, sorry. Yeah. Feeder seed, kind of seed. groups. Yeah. That, that, you know, are feeding into the series, right? So like you have like, there's like a Red Bull group that like is, they're cultivating or developing Mercedes all these Benz drivers. Like Mercedes Benz has something. Yeah. There's, yeah, also, junior program. there's also the, early, the other formulas that are leading up to that. So like there's a lot of good Formula 2 drivers. Who's, and so we well, have like, like Mika Schumacher. Like he's gonna get a ride in F one, regardless. Oh, even though he's he's probably not the guy that, because he'll sell the most hats and. I mean, and all dude, that it's like yeah. it's a like Ferrari wants him to be like he'll probably be at Alpha next year. So uh, who's the guy that is racing for Williams? A young Brit, uh, George Russell. Yeah, he George sucks. Russell. No, he's no. so good. No, no, racing wise, great. Oh, like, you don't like him? He's gonna be. He's a rookie, and he's coming in and being like yelling at the team in that meeting, saying, "Oh, where he's what do you like, think I'm a fucking rookie? Like, I'm never this inconsistent." It's like, uh, dude, yeah. chill out. Well, dude, but they were also telling him they're like, "Yeah, your brakes just aren't gonna work that well." <laughs> like, it was pretty. Oh yeah. I mean, the car yeah. was pretty bad. bad. Right? Like, they're yeah. like, but you gotta he's be like, more dude, like, I can't brake. I mean, but yeah, yeah. You're, I think you're also pulling, you're pulling like five parts, right? Like but his like whole thing was, I think um, George, so George Russell just, he won F3 the year before. Yeah, like yeah. he was I know. ahead of, ahead but of you, Albon and ahead of, um, you of, earn the uh, drive and then you're Lando. immediately you're going to yeah. the head of AMG or Mercedes yeah, and yeah. saying, I can't wait. You need to give me a car. Like yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just take your opportunity, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a the typical yeah. brash rookie. It's yeah. Like, get the fuck Although out. I do I think know. it comes from so much frustration because he's like he came from being the best, sure, and he's put in the worst car, like a car where he can't even he can't yeah. even press the brakes. Like it's like dangerous. Well, do like Senna and work your way up, start in a shitty car and do well. And well, impress I think people. it's also a show, right? So they want to build the drama and they're going to paint. But a he's picture not like he's not being asked yeah. to do that. They're recording what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's but how I mean, they edit like, it. Like it could we don't know the background leading up to that too, though, right? Like it could have been multiple. Yeah. I like George. Russ, I like George Russell, like watching him and a lot of other stuff. I think he's, I, I like him. I think he's a good guy. Like I like watching him interact with all the other people, like, and watching all this stuff throughout the year. Right. I, I like him, but I can understand like yeah. the, that take from just watching 
that show, right? Yeah, like yeah. just watching his little section. I root for Williams so And bad. I like Claire Williams I wish, is cool. I like, know. I wish, yeah. I wish they would figure it out and get a good designer or whatever. If you watch that, a lot of the interviews with George Russell too, he's really good on camera and he, he doesn't, and like outside of this documentary, like he doesn't, he actually basically takes it all on the chin and says, fuck, you know, this is the situation. Yeah. We're doing yeah. the best. He's, we can. I've and never like, heard him talk shit about the team never, publicly, yeah. even though he should. Right. You right. would think he would, right? Like they're going up to him after yeah. and he's like, so he has to retire his car. We're watching a a very edited version of his yes, experience, right. and it does feel like he's being a brat, but I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's, like, hard. I think overall right. he's, like, very loved yeah. by the team, too. I don't yeah. think it's... Like, so no, the, no, I, the, I just hope the, he the only, the last, I know we got a lot of questions. So the last thing I'll say about this is that I, I love the, the, the uh, what do you call it, uh, the fucking proximity or whatever, the yeah. closeness that you get access, to the team. The access, access, yeah. Like, access. Dude, Gunther stop. Snyder, was that more swearing than you've ever heard? Like, ever, yeah. <laughs> I think you just probably learn English in like a fucking. It's the hood. so gnarly, and the way he's yelling at his drivers, that's good. And when they, yeah. they when he leaves and slams the door, and he's like, "Where the fuck is he?" Like, I'll I'm never, gonna basically kick his ass, dude. I'll never understand the uh, teammates crashing into each other thing. Oh. That's absurd. It's in like, most sports, it's like, yeah, definitely. Like, you're what are you doing? Yeah. Especially a sport where there's only two ways of scoring. I know. You're two cars and you're fucking crashing. Like yeah. the Ferrari thing, you got to be oh, kidding the Ferrari me. Unacceptable. Crazy, right? like, and it happens every year. Yeah. It's these guys who are Multiple just times, ego yeah. and, dude, make a little wider fucking lane. They let the guy. It's getting like fed up, I think. And it's like. Well, it's also your only level playing field. Yeah. Every other car has some weird advantage or disadvantage, whereas you're yeah. two Ferraris or whatever. And are, you want to be the one that's ahead. So right, stupid, right. Um, but yeah, the, the last thing I'll say, though, is that this is going to sound nerdy, but I feel like I want to know more about the technical shit going on. Like, cause yeah. it's like all on the well, surface. That, that should be like a different like, show. It should be it like should an engineering. Be, I would be super down but for I that. But I think it's right so now it's like, secretive. It is very because, secretive, but like even yeah. like, but at this point, like stuff that is already old news, right? Cause we're into a yeah. new season. Well, you would like, be looking. Yeah, but they like wouldn't 20. even want to have Netflix have that information back then. You know? It would be like, right. uh, yeah, it would be like That's someone now going back to a car in 2010 and going through it. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff. But that like was that be far back, right? Yeah, because like, I, I, I don't know. Like, do you because, all hear about all these problems? Even with the Williams thing is like, we know, okay, it's a bad car. Nothing's working. What isn't working? Like, what are you trying? Like, I, I want to know what the process is I like, know, you know? know? Like, I have no idea because like, it, it's so, it seems so um, dumbed down because it's only the manager level um, kind of having conversations like, sure. well, fucking fix it. It doesn't work. Yeah, Why yeah. doesn't it work? I don't know. Our heads like, are going to roll if yeah, it doesn't Yeah, it's like, but fixed. what is happening? You know, like, I want to know what the background is. What is the failure? Yeah, yeah. What are the like thoughts amongst like people who actually know what do they think is the problem? Right. Yeah, it would be interesting absolutely. to know that. Right. I would love to see that. Yeah. Like X F1 engineer or something describing it. Yeah. But formula one is so secretive and uh, Ferrari had a book that I own. It's, I think it's called F 2000. Uh, it's the Ferrari formula one car from the year 2000, yeah. but the book wasn't able to be published until like 2005 because of the yeah. secrets and the way they did mm-hmm. it all. But it goes down to like nuts and bolts and then yeah. the design of everything. That's awesome. Super interesting. Okay. Moving on. We just, hopefully you've seen uh, season two cause you basically just heard a lot about it. It's definitely worth a watch though. I don't think we gave too much away, especially if you watch the formula one season. Which yeah, you, for you sure. You watch every race. I have, year? yeah. Or so, I did too, I think. So it must have been kind of cool to see behind the scenes of yeah, moments for sure. you remembered. Big Fat Flip says, decided to give Hyperdrive a try with my daughter after hearing the Fielding Shredder interview. She was hooked. With all your success, DWA was approached by the same producers 
and given the same budget to create a spinoff Hyper as Ice. <laughs> That's awesome. What kind of course, cars, challenges, and obstacles can we expect? I'm going to go for a the show Wipeout uh-huh. in Cars. So weird um, challenges, obstacles, like a corner with, uh, you know, baked beans all through it and who gets through it the fastest uh it's like a parallel park between like double dare yeah for cars cars. exactly (laughs) yeah exactly you You have to go through the foam like foam six foot tall foam and now you're or or like a lot of lemonsy uh penalty stuff oh like you know you have to run out of the car and run around in a circle or like an egg basket on your head and you got to go around the course as fast as you can but that's like top gear stunts Basically, oh, top, gear stunts. top gear stunts. Yeah, that's the problem is that I think it's, it's been talking, done. I was talking right. to Kamisa about this. Mm-hmm. Is like when you're talking about car shows, like you have to, you always have to reference Top Gear because almost everything has been done. Yeah, like they did it for twenty something yeah, years. They were, right? they were looking for shit to do. For so one one years. idea that came to mind. This is just one of millions, but like we talked about this recently, like a chauffeur challenge, like have it. I don't know if oh. that's like a a full season or if it's a few episodes, <laughs> but it's like you have like a Bentley whatever, and you have your cho- you can pick your car. You have three cars, three chauffeur cars. It could be like a Toyota Century and some other shit and um, you have to go through all these obstacles without spilling drinks uh, yeah. you also have to be the fastest so you have to get there the yeah, fastest yeah, yeah. the smoothest without disturbing your you know your um uh, what is it, your passengers the whole and score scoring system yeah like all this kind of cool shit I, I really like the idea of like trying to be as but smooth see, as possible my show like, would they always do that with like a, a bowl of milk or something my show would have right. an episode yeah. where it's like that and then the next one is how far can you jump a car? You know, it's all the top gear. Well, that's the top gear shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like fun. there was a there was a show that was on called World's Worst Drivers, and it people were chosen by their family or you know whatever, and then they were sent to this competition, and it would be stuff like this, like a little autocross course, but like one corner was covered in sand, and you'd see them just like careen off it. This doesn't. You know, I don't see this as an American show. Was it British? No, it's American. Oh. Yeah. So the one that I'm surprised you guys haven't mentioned because we've been talking about it for six years, uh, best motoring, mm. modern version of best motoring, like get modern cars yeah. and do that shit. I th- I just saw Road and Track or was it Motor Trend that did something similar uh, very recently. Yeah. Uh, they they got new sports cars. Oh, they like did it for lineup. the uh, car of the for the uh, driver's car of the year, whatever. Right. Laguna Seca, where they they raced them around. Laguna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I mean that's super rad. You know, um, I would love to do also. Um, I'm always weird, kind of weirdly apprehensive about sharing this shit because people steal ideas. But like, <laughs> it's like we've talked about like getting cars and then com- and then comparing them to the original road tests and doing yeah. all of those instrumented tests, you know, with with getting those cars again. But like, I don't know, just getting creative with that type of shit with yeah, like old yeah. metrics and then in, and throwing in some comedic kind of elements, right? Sure. Um, I don't lots, know. Lots have changed. Um, Chaycor says, what is a lesser known or followed motorsport you enjoy watching? For me, it's tractor pulling and the stadium truck events on tarmac circuits. So Chaycor is in Wales, I believe. And, yeah. uh, I, I like tractor pull too. I don't know where to f- watch it. It's never something I, no, it's <laughs> like, not something I like. I tune into, but if it's on, I'm definitely down to watch that. Um, I don't know. For me, I, I'm in a World Rally Championship. Motor sports. We did watch barrel racing, but those horses don't have a motor. That's true. One yeah. horsepower. Uh, Radwood, LA. Um, yeah, I don't really watch anything. Yeah, no time. I I can't say I have. I mean, I'm I'm right there with you though. Like if 
kind of any motorsport event is on. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I'm just flipping through channels and I'm working here, or something, yeah. I'll watch Even anything. Like, NASCAR, Indy. Anything. Like, I mean, um, like, I remember watching a whole thing on super modifieds. Have you seen those cars? They're like the, or they're called like, um, fuck. Uh, I forget. They have a weird name. It's like something modern or, you know what I'm talking about? They have like, the, they're, they're like, yeah, angular. one side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like, not like the wing, but they, if you look at them from the front, like the whole chassis, the whole body looks like it's tweaked to one side. Um, super weird stuff, but I mean, like basically driving on clay tracks and sideways the whole time and like making ridiculous noises. But, um, I don't know. That's always very intriguing to me. The whole like driving on dirt on an oval because the whole, the, the driving line is constantly changing based on how the dry, how the road dries and like all that kind of stuff. And like that you build like a berm up on one side. And so like, they're always trying to find the fastest line around. So like, Yes, it's only an oval, but there's so much going on. Obviously, you're racing other people too. And so the speed is insane. Yeah, it's that's it's very interesting to watch. I used to go to the races here locally when I was growing up. I haven't been forever, but yeah, um, like yeah. I don't Sprint know, car, anything. I'll watch anything. Steve Kinzer, uh, bad rabbit. <clears throat> excuse me, bad rabbit habit says. So I've noticed a concerning thing happening. Repeat rallyers are putting on stickers from past rallies on cars that did not attend said rallies. How should we shame these people? I think you're shaming them right now. That's calling them out, putting them on the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, the spot, yeah. There's a little conversation that goes on here. My femur says, I think Ben Rogan <laughs> needs to do whatever the boys recommend to atone for his sins. Did Ben do something like this? I don't even know. I think he put some of the stickers on his uh, Mustang, and I don't think it's attended a rally yet. Yeah. Bad Rabbit Habit goes on to say, uh, Ben was not the only one I saw. And then Ben says, oh, fucking Christ, here we go. <laughs> Joe Polo says, I saw Ben's story today as well. Ha, ha, ha. And thought the same thing. Ha, ha. Get ready for some lemons race type hazing. Ha, ha. <laughs> and then Chef Malone says, major offense. You can't put rally stickers on a car that wasn't on the rally. So, uh, it's kind of like putting a track sticker on your car, right? Like if you haven't like, been to the track yeah, or, if or you, driven the yeah, track, like, I've, yeah. I've like heard some arguments where it's like, well, I've driven Laguna, but like not in you, this car. What if you do the, um, like shoe polish numbers for running a quarter mile on like your Camry? Or oh something? yeah. You know, the drag racers do that on the, on the windshield. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Side window. Eight point two seven. But you're saying, well, how do we haze him or what do we uh, do to his car? No, no, I'm just saying that's like one of those examples of someone putting a, you know, posing like oh, a drag race yeah, car. Yeah. So it could be like the, it could be like a 16.3 or something on his Camry, but like 27. But he's like, I ran this and this one car once. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a blown uh, yeah, yeah. gasser. And the argument one. I got once was some guy was trying to convince me that. If he's driven a track, like it, he can put the a track sticker like, on uh, any car. It's kind of like just saying you went to Big Sur and you put the Big Sur sticker on any. Yeah, but right. I think it has to be on that car. That's that's your opinion. How do you feel about the rally situation here? These stickers. I just don't see why you would want to put it on a non-rallied car. I, 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 I guess I don't understand the allure. Yeah, it's kind of like a badge of honor, but I'm not. I don't. Hate, I wouldn't hate on it. I'm I wouldn't guessing, even. I wouldn't even notice it. So I think I in didn't his situation, know, think about it. I think in his situation, he sold the other car, and he wants to carry those like those memories on something. But uh-huh, uh-huh. That, those went with the car. I don't know. It's a, it's definitely a weird one. I don't feel comfortable doing that. I wouldn't do that personally. Yeah, because they're dated too. So it's like you're. It was a time and a place, and if you didn't have the car at that time, then it doesn't connect with it. So I, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I think it's cool if he wants to like represent. The rallies, yeah, and it doesn't bother it just me doesn't either. But seem like a important thing to do. But I also think if you 
have all those stickers on your said car that's been on all those rallies, like that is a badge of honor honor. And if you're kind of like putting them on a car that hasn't been on the rallies, then it, it takes away from the that. value, right? It's like, well, yeah. it's, it's just a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, a, yeah. Which, which that's where I get into where it's like, okay, but it is a, just a sticker. Yeah. So who cares? Huh. I think um, well, I want to know what bad rabbit habit thinks we should do. <laughs> I want to hear his, uh, we'll hear about his it. take on it on the rally. Uh, croc GT four says I'll be, Positing a contest tomorrow on the gram to win a bad duck. Okay. One of his flip off ducks. Oh. Nominating categories are still under consideration, but could include gives the fewest fooks, missing a middle finger, best CRR prep, drive on bald tires, etc. What other categories should I consider? I don't know if you should give people props for driving on bald tires. No. Yeah. Like that's a that's a no no. Minus points for that. Yeah, menos puntos. Um, he says the contest is only for participants of the Coastal Range Rally. Hmm. Prize to be given out Saturday night. Well, oh, I cool. think this is your contest, Croc. You gotta, you gotta lay it down. You Whatever think you, of any good ones though? Whatever you think. Um, <sighs> well, it's gotta be something. I mean, the the little duck is giving the finger, right? So like, it's gotta be some kind of fuck you kind of thing. So it's almost like no fucks given. How about, about, about how about most extreme? So, car on the rally like the, the toughest one yeah, to yeah. drive the toughest one to manage so i was thinking more like like the least kind of comfortable yes, yes. especially if you're in the one that is the most adventurous right and it could even be like least amount of power slash you know least yeah for capable, sure for sure the least capable yeah. car because you're basically saying like hey could guys, be like in, a, guys in gt4s yeah you have it too easy yeah it could be like a guy on a turbant or something on the rally <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was thinking we had to leave like last week. It's a combination of that, but it includes the fact that we are going to be driving in weather. It looks like we're going to hit a little bit of rain. It's a car without heat that has to have the windows down and it all. It's really, yeah, like uh, the Marty and Sue award, basically. But they're not bringing the Cobra. I know. Yeah, but they've they've already won this award. So they have, yeah. They're uh, road warriors for sure. Uh, Kurt K. Photo says, as NASCAR fans, I'm sure you all saw the 2020 Daytona 500 pre-race flyover of Air Force One and military aircraft, as well as a pace lap by the presidential limo. With an unlimited budget, describe your ideal Coastal Range rally pre-rally ceremony and attendees. Does Warren parachute in with a massive DWA flag behind him? Who says start your engines? Does a pro driver lead the group for the first mile in a special pace car? For first thing, of course we saw that. I saw it on like Instagram. I got it tattooed on my back, actually. That <laughs> oh, I saw that, and it moves. <laughs> yeah, it moves. Like it's you, pretty the, cool. You can see the jet move from one yeah, side yeah, to the other. Yeah. It's like a hologram. Yeah, and Trump's uh, toupee <laughs> kind of moves around. <laughs> yeah. Um, pre-race flyover would be awesome. I'd want a, a, a B two bomber, not a B one, huh? B one's pretty. Uh, looks like any other plane. A B two would be unbelievable. B one bomber sounds cooler though. <laughs> The name? Yeah. Yeah, but a B2 is a flying wing, and having that thing come over. So here's low. what I, I want. B1 bomber with the wings, stre- like just like normal position. And, and low, then they, low speed. And, and then they deltify. And then break and the then it just Boom. And then it just somber. takes off. Yeah. It, cool. They sweep back or whatever. I want a, a near stall, low level B2 flyover. I want a B B1 to crash into the site. <laughs> what the? <laughs> and then the dude to walk out and say, it's on. How about That's a Harrier landing? Oh, there you go. Blow all of our shit away. Oh, <laughs> Actually, the cars roll away. My roll favorite away. plane, period, both in looks and sounds, is a P-51 Mustang. That's a good choice. So if we can get some Mustangs to fly over, 
yeah. uh, and do something cool. That would be rad. That would be very cool. Uh, they sound incredible. Although it's yeah. not really DWA. Uh, that doesn't really fit our motif. I guess the Mustang is like come and crash at the start. They, yeah, like a Mustang crashing yeah. in the crowd or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Are you talking about motif? What do you mean? Like, oh, it's here too it is. Old? At yeah, this, yeah, the starting too, of that's this. Too, like, uh, World War II centric, uh, yeah, like yeah, World yeah. War II plane. Without giving away the start of the rally, we could have all three, all four of us, like, roll up to the rally on jet skis. Oh, you're right. We totally could. With fireworks coming out of the back and then jump off and, and then fucking... you could eat a tarantula. <laughs> Yes. Like, like Thai style, like crispy. <laughs> yeah, on a stick. That's a good idea. And it's like, well, let's go, motherfucker. And I'm like, let's rally. And then who's going to lead us out? We got, we got a driver. Who do we want to lead us out of there? Uh, Weird Al Yankovic and an Isetta. Oh, that's perfect. I'm down. <laughs> slowest, the slowest Convert- roll But I don't want to make it a convertible Isetta. Well, they have like exist, the canvas but... top, right? Oh, what no. about a Messerschmitt with a glass bubble? Oh, yes. Dude. That'd be awesome. That's pretty rad. I don't know why I picked Weird Al. Weird Al's pretty dope. Maybe Gallagher? Gallagher. Does it skull it? Skull it. OMG Ross says, Ford has announced that they will be bringing a compact pickup truck below the Ranger to the U.S. starting at around 20K. Is this true? Assuming that this actually happens, what features options would you like to see or not see in this truck? Hashtag return of the mini truck. Hashtag not really mini. I want to see the least amount of shit on it yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. Roll down windows. Roll Manual down. transmission. Manual windows. Yes, yeah. as an option. Gardener special. Make it the fucking. Yeah, I like it's instead of contractor special, it's gardener special. Yeah, because it's a mini truck. Calling a bunch of shit. You basically need a place to thing yeah. to take to the dump. No, I think you're right. Your do- dogs to the beach. I mean, simplest thing ever. Simple. Yeah. And yes, you might have an option that's like the you know ST or whatever that's a little step up, but make for it the, available for the hedge fund manager. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hedge fund manager. Um, vinyl floors, um, like radio delete. Make it as cheap and simple as possible. AC is a good idea, though. AC is good. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think some kind of like Bluetooth stereo is kind of a good idea, and it's okay. so easy to okay. put in. But, but we don't need nav. Yeah. No nav. No, no. Maybe no. you don't need you a don't backup need nav camera. In any car, but I guess you have to have a backup. You camera have to now. have a backup camera. That's what sucks. Um, That's what sucks too. The cars, cars have to be a certain price point now with all this kind of need. This. Vinyl floor, neoprene seats, um, Manuel, of course, Manuel labor, and all that stuff. I want to see like Mexican blanket interior from the factory on that one. Steel, steel wheels, the Aztec edition. Yeah. Joe Polo says. Oh, by the way. If Hugh Ross, if that's true, I'm, that's news to me. That's awesome. Joe Polo 68 says, any slow car slow, oh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Any slow car slow rally cars for me to hang out with over the weekend? And pictures of loud noises chimes in with a hand, hand in the air. Miata has double your horsepower, but still pretty slow. So is he bringing the bug? I don't know. Yeah. He is. Yep. Wow. He's bringing Herbie. Herbie the love bug. Shout out. Shout out to Joe. Um, I think there's a few slow cars <clears throat> and people who will be taking it easy. So And a motorcycle. <laughs> Apparently there's a motorcycle coming. So a slow that one. going for you. Um, yeah, what do you think that uh, bug has horsepower-wise? 38? Like 30, yeah, yeah like, I, I forget what motor it has, but maybe like 40, 45. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, SF production Gabe says, if you had a pair of tires that had about 25% tread life remaining and a pair of tires just touching the wear bars, 
and were about to go on a rally with your friends, which would you mount at the front and why? So he's Ooh. got an E30. Yep. Uh, that's rear wheel drive. Best tires always go on the, the wheels you can't control. Yep. So that would be your rear. Mm-hmm. You can steer into skids. You can do a lot of stuff with your front tires. You have control over those, but you do not have control over the rear. You don't want to be slipping and sliding in the back. That's my take. That's my take. You can take it with a grain of wham. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Hashtag grain of wham. <laughs> Hashtag grain of wham. Uh, Pictures of Loud Noises says, what's your favorite fender shape? Uh, mm, line I like that. Wait. For example, the front or rear on a 19 fill in the blank. What? So I, I really shape. like the um, like profile, like 2008 maybe? Colorado pickup truck. Oh, those oh, are nice. Yeah, square and gross. Yeah. So wait, you, is he talking about the profile on a fender? Yeah. Or I like fender a bl- shape. So that could be anything from the the cutout for the yeah. wheel to oh. the to the fender flare itself. Like a you know a nine forty four has a different fender flare than like a nine eleven turbo sure. rear or nine eleven turbo front fender is actually cooler than a rear fender. I think I'm gonna go a Bugatti Royale front fender. Yeah, it's yeah. just a gigantic thing that's just twenty feet long. Flows over the. <laughs> it's like a sculpted long huge piece of art. Sculpted huge long. Piece of art. I thought you were going somewhere else. There. Peace. Piece of art. Um, damn, this is a hard question, dude. I don't know. So many cars. So many fenders. Um, how do you guys feel about the Lamborghini Diablo with the weird fender cutout in the like the rear? Oh yeah, the the uh, oh, that's hawks, in the rear though. The, the sh- weird shape, like yeah, triangle or does that too. Yeah, I could not show that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know, it bothers a lot of people. I actually like it. Yeah, I don't love it. Yeah, I like a nice, just like kind of. Half round fender. <laughs> what? Just perfectly half round. No. I mean, basically, I like yeah. a nice, like, re- I like a very symmetrical cutout mm-hmm. for the what most is, part. What is the? Although I I do like 928s, but they have a weird they have and they have that weird. Uh, it's not here, but they have a weird kind of flat fender in the yeah, rear. They do, but that's because like the body. If you look at it from the back, is, is but that uh, might be my like leaser part of the car. But I don't know. It might look weird if it had a full. You know, fender, fender shape line ever. So I'm just, I'm wondering if it's the cutout or the top, like the. I mean, it could be everything together. Like a, a 300 SL is a really interesting flat fender at the top because it's yeah, it has flat on stop top, but it's this like fender flare scallop thing that goes along. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough question without having like a book of yeah, without reference. just uh, it makes me want to make a book of all fender. Well, shapes. boring flip book. It'd be kind of cool, dude. It'd be, great. It would be, be cool. a great coffee table book. I was thinking, through the ages. This yeah. is what comes to mind to me, the Talbot Lago. Um, oh, yeah, it's great. You yeah. know, like, that is such well, a cool a, shape. But see, that's not, yeah, so that's just the designer, Sauchik or Fajoni Falashi that but did a, the bodies on those cars, and they that same design was at Bugatti. Like, so Delahaye had some, right, yeah, they, as well. They basically just. It's such a, I mean, it's just so beautiful, you know? perfect. That teardrop. Yeah. Kind teardrop. Of, yeah. Um, I always want to drive one of those. I feel like they're going to drive like a truck, but then I've heard there's just people don't talk about how they drive. That was yeah. a Grand Prix car. I think you probably drive like a truck. That's what I think too, but I want to drive one. So if anyone has a $20 million Bugatti or a Tabalago. Yeah, so let's borrow from the weekend or something. Yeah. Just Peter, Peter D- Mullen. DWA loop right here. John Mozart. John Shirley. Yeah. Any John. Will do. <laughs> well, surely that will be awesome. Um, I like, uh, 
500e mercedes of a cool fender that's a sick i mean one. with the flare and everything yeah, i yes. really like yeah i i mean i don't know if it counts though like e30 m3 i love how that but that's more of the design of the line down the side i like I from, how it goes from negative to positive how it goes from negative all, to positive it's all good. Yeah, yeah yeah it's so rad though yeah it's like, so cool it's such a transitions little, yeah, and then that's a good one um you know audi coupe quattro kind of started that Mm-hmm. That whole fence, mm-hmm. that, or kind of, I mean, Dawson 510s and stuff had box flares back in the day and stuff, but after yeah, I think that's all part of it. It's uh, just hard to, hard to come up with the perfect one. I want to hear what Sean, uh, pictures of loud noises has to say about this. Cause obviously he was thinking about it. And I do like a uh, turbo 911 front fenders a lot. Like the, the flares themselves. What year? Um, any 930. 930. Yeah. 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 Any, f- like a 991. But I like the front. I like how like, they're totally they're because you more have more bubbled out and because you also have the the, the headlight exactly uh, pod yes that, that extends as the fender and then the fender for the to cover the wheels mm-hmm. and tires yeah and they get they out. really they get really round there's a lot of shape. the way they there's go in of, uh, oh mm. a little sculpture to sculpture it. yeah yeah yep i like it yeah it's a good question though because he also says the rear like right like i'm just trying to think of like What's a really like killer three rear three quarter on a car, right? Where like every where you have a line coming from the C pillar meeting that back area. Like, I'm sure there's. I mean, we all have a ton. I'm just on the spot right now. <laughs> Can't think of anything. Um, Mira, Mira, all the things, right? No, no, not for me, not for you. Actually, one of my favorite cars uh, aesthetically, and it's because of these lines. Actually, now that I think about it, is a 288 GTO. And that, and every angle is good. Like that, I've seen it from the top down, the sides, like three quarters. Mm-hmm. And the rear, the rear flare section is really, really awesome too. Coke bottle. Um, Coke bottle, yeah. Very Such Coke a beautiful bottle. design. It's a very good um, one. It's a um, sexy ass looking car. Sexy ass. Sexy ass. of a sexy ass. How about yeah. that, uh, 288, uh, tribute, whatever car that was at Austin? Oh, is there that blue one? Yeah, blue that one. was based on a 308. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, had, it a had just body the kit. front. I think it was just the front end, right? And it had, I think it had a spoiler or something. Yeah, it was turbocharged. Cool looking car. It made you think like, wow, they all should look like that. Uh-huh. that 288 is so much better than 308. It's like, oh, yeah. No so, 308's like so weak compared to Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I've mentioned, um, uh, the, the 512 BB or 365, whatever that same car. Yeah. I love like when you're looking at it like down, like on the leading edge, let's say you're in the front left corner of the car and you're looking down the body line, the side is totally barrel shaped. It's like round. Yeah. And then where it meets the flare in the rear, it just like flares out beautifully. It's just like, like that section right there, how they sync up that curve to the rear haunches is so fucking I gotta cool. imagine at the time when that car came out just what a fucking crazy car I mean it looks like a spaceship right it like still I looks mean, pretty it, yeah. modern and so cool, cool. It's, yeah it's, yeah I yeah. like the 288 is different I mean it's more obviously it has like those little gills in the back which are really cool but like um and how it meets the rear spoiler too is super rad but um yeah definitely really cool looking car V6 um v- I definitely don't like uh like I was just looking through pictures, kind of looking at fenders and stuff on our Instagram, but uh, like that X six M, whatever thing we had, yeah. the front fender does that. A lot of cars do this now too. They they're kind of round at the front and then they pinch and get kind of square yeah. towards the top back and then go straight down. I don't like that look at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's actually that's kind of a rocket bunny thing too. 
It's kind of like that look. If you look at a rocket money kit from the side profile, mm-hmm. because the body goes in and they kind of, yeah. it's almost like a square at the back of the wheel. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. They talk about the engine on the 280 GTO being the worst. It's, you know, very uh, forward mid engine. It's okay. a, underneath the rear glass mm-hmm. is half of that motor. Yeah. So, they say like that was one of the angles on the F40 was like, it's so much easier to work on. <laughs> it's like practical, you know, a practical mm-hmm. angle. Oh, so but, yeah. Cause you have to pull the engine out for everything basically. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That, I thought you were going to say like worse, like temperature or heat or something. Cause it's all, oh, that's, that's right probably, up against that's probably part of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I haven't, yeah, I'm not sure, but we do have a friend that owned one for some time and, uh, it was just one of those deals. Um, I feel like I have some, I mean, XG220 kind of fits this too, right? I need to see a picture of it right now as I'm talking about it. But um, yeah, a lot of cool, cool fenders and rear haunches. Oh, man. Well, that's podcast. No Is more it? questions. That's it. Didn't Mike just say something? Um, I saw it come through. He right? says we should only give one sticker per rally participant. I think that's what you're referring to. Oh, yeah. I just saw it come through, yeah. Yeah, let's not get involved in their little squabble. Yeah. Also, someone like Ben, he was driving press cars on the last rally, so he wouldn't put it anywhere, so he would still have a sticker. That's true. That's yeah. Actually, that's a whole. That's a different argument altogether. That's kind of a little loophole for him then, because he didn't get a chance to put it on something. Yeah, exactly. Loophole. Yeah, yeah. He's not putting it on multiple cars. Yeah. He's still only putting it on one car. They're all consolidated, right? Mm-hmm. I am the great loophole. <laughs> Adios. What if you have a brand new car and you put the sticker from like 2018 on a 2020 model car? That didn't exist. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a rally Monte Carlo 1955 badge on a, yeah, on a new car, a new Monte Carlo. Those are thumbs down to that. That's yeah. an extreme case. Yep. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. Bye. Later. I saw Ben's story today as well. Ha, ha, ha. And thought the same thing. Ha, ha. Get ready for some lemons race type hazing. Ha, ha. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and please become a patron of our podcast. It helps us out a lot. And you get some cool stuff in return. We give you a weekly podcast, which we title Experts in Automotive Opinion. I think we've done 60 of those so far, something like that. We also give you exclusive Patreon-only stickers. And we'll send you a sticker pack right when you join. Uh, we give discounts and early access to certain events we do, like Camping While Awesome. And we give you first crack at our rallies. Check it out. And join us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thank you guys.